Hey everyone, welcome to Drifting on Purpose. I am so excited for today. Um, we have a guest that's really near and dear to my heart. Um, we have Sensei Victoria Whitfield. Um, she's someone that has been a friend, has been a confidant, has been a coach, has been a mentor, has been a guide for me personally over the past several months of my life. And I really feel this relationship, because of this relationship, I have been able to grow so much more. And I'm so excited to welcome her to the show today for everyone to get to hear her, feel her and see her. Um, and yes, just so excited. So more specifically about who, who Sensei Victoria Whitfield is, is that she helps impact-driven entrepreneurs and CEOs increase productivity and profits with strategic meditation for business. She guides people through these meditations through like a shamanic journeying practice. Um, she's a master, a Reiki master. She's also a published author. Um, and she's actually officially launching her own meditation app for professionals. Amazing. Victoria, welcome to the show. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And I'm so grateful to get to share this journey with you, Azrael, and to connect with you, Addie, just in loving on your community and sharing your wisdom and your hearts with the world, with the industry. Just from the top, I would love to get to say thank you both for what you do. Thank you. Oh. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, it's really an honor to to learn about you and your practice and what you share with the world as well. And so today is special because Addie and I have been talking about spirituality. <laughs> and we're like, this is a big topic. And we're like, I don't know how to define this. I'm still, after years, defining it myself. Um, coming from a background of a, you know, the biggest Western religion for me, moving away from this ideology, but still believing in something greater. Like, okay, that's it. Like, that's so general. <laughs> so redefining this, coming to terms with these concepts and this idea, and we're like, oh, I know someone who could really help us here. And that's Victoria. So finding your own spiritual practice is, kind of, is the topic for today. Right. And if I can just start out, uh, Victoria, could you help us? Could you really help us define spirituality and or define maybe a spiritual practice or or what? Could you help us with these terms and, and this idea, please? Yeah, for sure. And it's a mysterious topic. I I believe in pluralism and relativism. So everybody's definition of spirituality is valid for them. So mm. one thing I'm not a fan of being like, it's one way or the other, right? It, it Everybody's relationship with spirituality, everyone's language around it um, is valid. And I just wanna bring that into the space as we enter into this discussion. Mm -hmm. With that in mind, what I can offer is my own walk in spirituality um, and what I've observed in others as I continue to walk, not just talk, but walk in uh, spirituality. And 
for me, how I would define what it is, is I would actually define it as a form of fuel and an extension of the human immune system. So tell me more. Yeah. Tell me more. What? Yeah. The human immune. Okay. Loving, loving us. Yes. So for fuel, again, you know, if you want to drive your car, you got to fill up the tank. If the tank is empty, it's not going to go far. You can keep trying turning it on, tapping the gas, but might rev up a bit, but you're not going to be able to go far. You need a full tank or you need at least some gas um, in the tank to do work. In physics, the capacity to do work, your how much work you're able to do is the physics definition, the scientific definition of energy. Right. We need fuel, we need energy to do work, to make things happen, to make impact. So we need fuel. And on the other hand, spirituality being an extension of the human immune system. Your immune system is there as your defense. Mm -hmm. This is defense against free radicals, defense against toxins, defense against life. Because in the words of my assistant um, and amazing coach, Sonia Bethay, she says, life be life in, right? Life is going to life. <laughs> strong immune system so that you can go and be a change agent so that you can go and live your life. So when I think of spirituality, I define it as fuel, like a source of fuel that fills your tank, gives you energy, meaning the capacity to do work. Um, so it is a fuel source, uh, maybe like a gas station, if you want to continue that metaphor. And then on the other hand, I would say that is a, it is an extension of the human immune system so that you have the ability to continue to get out there and enjoy your life because something is protecting you protecting your gas tank right uh, in extending the car metaphor that there is something to make sure that you can use the fuel that you have and that things don't steal it out mm -hmm. of your tank no matter what happens you need to be out there enjoying your life you deserve life abundant um, and so spirituality in summary, would be fuel and an extension of your immune system. I can break it down further, but I want to stop there just to check in if any of this is resonating. Yeah, I mean, I think that is so interesting to, to bring that into perspective with spirituality. Um, and I guess one question I have for you is, you know, when people are at a vulnerable state, you know, it's kind of, they kind of open up that immune system to all the free radicals, all this stuff. So <laughs> how would you help somebody who is maybe struggling or sort of in that vulnerable state where they're, they're not as grounded as, as they'd like to be. And so they're letting all this stuff, this toxic energy in, what are some practices that you would recommend, um, for somebody who's just really trying to build themselves back up so that they can be protected, um, through their spirituality? Yeah. So I'm hearing 
uh, in the spirit to recommend two things. <laughs> Again, I don't know what it is about two, probably because this yeah. is like it's February. It's like the <laughs> energy. I'm, I'm in the energy of twos. So um, catharsis and awe. Mm. Things that I would recommend. Uh, someone engage more add more you know when you're talking to a nutritionist that's worth worth their salt <laughs> add more greens right before you subtract everything out it's, you can't eat anything but just add add some good things before you start subtracting um, so if you're experiencing a loss of soul if you're experiencing um, shock of your a loss of trust uh, loss of confidence, two things you need to add in to cultivate your own spiritual practice. One is catharsis. And what is catharsis for someone who's is a big word? Um, uh, let it go. Mm -hmm. catharsis. And, but especially having an experience or engaging in an activity that is not so cerebral. Okay physical um catharsis could be a really great cry could be a really great orgasm could be a really great lift at the gym catharsis as or having a lot of fun dancing and just getting out of your head and into your body mm -hmm. to the point of emptying the vessel emptying the mind catharsis uh, it's one thing that I would suggest adding in. Um, and then the other is awe. Mm -hmm. Beauty is so healing. Um, being in the presence of something that inspires awe or your awareness of awesomeness is so healing and fueling. So how does one engage awe? Um, go outside. Yeah. Look at the sky and consider how massive it is. Look at the ocean if you're by one. Look at plants and trees and animals. Look, look at nature. Nature is gigantic and is ancient and perpetual. Um, when my father's mother passed away and on the same day he lost his job, the first thing that I told my dad is, daddy, go outside, get out of the house. Yeah. And I remember sitting on the phone with him um, and the sound of his voice being like, you know, baby, look at all these trees. Life goes on. Wow. Oh. Yeah. It's... It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be complicated. But again, in summary, catharsis, right? Let it go. And awe. Go outside and marvel, enjoy, and appreciate the limitless vastness, at least of nature. That Now, I'm trying to talk in terms of anybody's spirituality. I'm not talking about a higher or a lower power or, or a, us versus the them, but things that we just as human beings can engage um, for a, just adding more soul to your spirit. I appreciate that so much that you are talking in those terms. Um, 
you're really making this complicated <laughs> term really accessible. It's so valuable. It really truly is. Um, I think spirituality sometimes like it becomes, it's literally, <laughs> you know, single, single person. So if you've ever been on the dating apps, it's literally a checkbox now. Are mm -hmm. you spiritual? Are you whatever? It's like, yes or no. It's like, what does that mean? Right? So that's why we're having this conversation. So for me specifically, and I don't know if, there, if we can get a little bit more specific just with some other things, um, I because everything you just said was just so profound and powerful and I appreciate it. So simple, we can all do. What I was struggling with coming from a Western religion, the, you know, society telling me that I needed to, to have these viewpoints and things. And then I had like a dark night of the soul, like my whole world, like I don't believe these things anymore. My whole world was shattered, like really. And I felt really lost for years. I had a lot of personal struggles, you know, divorcing the most <laughs> deep, dark depression ever. I was homeless for a time. I was like, did I have my kid? It was like, I was really in it. And during those times, I, I couldn't find something. So what I held on to was some philosophy for me, which is not spirituality. It is philosophy. It's like based in thought and ideas. Yeah. Like, so that really was really helpful for, for me. Um, now, however, I, I think of, I think of the universe. Mm -hmm. I think of God. I think of spirit. I think of soul. I think of the quantum field. I think of love. And these all have the same vibe, similar vibe. Like I'll even still praise the Lord. I'll say hallelujah. I'll still say thank you, Jesus. I will still say these things in a non-judgmental way anymore. Because before I was like, oh, I don't believe that. Or I don't think that. And I was like, ew. Like, and then I was having this turmoil in my brain. Like, how could you say that? But it's fine. But it felt good. But like so conflicted. And it was hard for me to get over that. So I don't know, is there someone like, is if someone's really struggling in this moment with coming up with this new thoughts for them to formulate something for them, obviously going out and having awe, uh, having a cathartic moment, that's really helpful. Like, but to, I, I want to practice. I want to get, I want to get into this. I want to push this forward for myself, right? Is there some way that someone can go deeper? Mm -hmm. So the first thing that I'm hearing is, well, don't resist it. Mm, interesting. Um, and I'm seeing an image of the brain and all of the neural networks of the brain. You know, if you were raised in a certain way, um, you have not just neural networks established in your brain matter around certain behaviors, words, um, ways to carry yourself or even speak. You have what are called myelin bands. Mm. Myelin takes multiple um, neurons and, and multiple neural networks and it binds together like a super highway of this is who I am, right? It's deeply ingrained in, in short. So your first way forward is Feel the frustration and stop resisting it. Mm -hmm. Stop resisting it. What matters most is how you feel. If you, as you are, as real, 
feel in a state of awe or feel a state of catharsis when you are able to give honor to creator, don't resist that because that's you resisting yourself and also your neural wiring. For our sisters and brothers who are atheists, um, don't resist that part of you, right? Where you find your sense of catharsis could be in letting go of the anger of the past, right? And letting go of the injustices, like you feeling them in your body. Or it could be the catharsis of hugging someone and volunteering and getting involved in your community to make sure that your fellow sisters and brothers in life and in the neighborhood are well-fed and uplifted, advocating for your house, your people, mm. right? Or if you, uh, as an atheist, feel a state of awe in the magnificence of architecture, right? And just taking that in and pursuing your passion, don't resist being in a state of awe. Just because you are atheist doesn't mean you can't adore and enjoy your life. Resisting, what we're resisting is our feelings. And so if you want to engage, right? As really just saying, I really want, I want to get into this, lean into your frustration. But the way that you lean into your frustration is you lean into surrender mm. rather than leaning into, I'm pissed about this and this is what happened to me and this are the things that I hate in the world and I'm frustrated and I don't want to be aligned with this and blah, 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 blah. If you were to lean into that without anger, but lean in instead with surrender, what is opening up on the other side of hate is always love. And on the other side of jealousy is always desire. Mm -hmm. so if there's something that's pissing me off, it's pissing me off because what I love or what I want is this. Um, one of my, uh, one of the spiritual teachers I follow and who I've seen many times in person, Abraham Hicks, she says, they say, the minute you know what you don't want, mm -hmm. also the very same minute you know what you do want. That in essence is contrast. So yeah. to sum it up, if you wanna go deeper, lean into the contrast with mm -hmm. so surrender, right? Open up and explore, stop resisting the contrast in your life. It's happening for you, not against you. I love that and you know, what I'm picking up on, um, you know, spirituality, it can become so complex if you allow it to be, but if you sort of take the overarching themes of release and connect, so shed, let go and connect with either family, friends, art, nature, whatever it is that brings you that peace, that inner peace. But when you kind of boil it down, it, it, it kind of takes that complexity away so that it becomes more approachable. And I love that. I think that's amazing. Yeah. You put it so beautifully, Addie, just like you can be on a t-shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, you say it so beautifully too. I'm just, uh, it's, yeah. I mean, you have such a gift. So I um, really appreciate it. Me being here and uh, talking to us about this. It's important. My pleasure, sister. Totally. Anytime. Yeah. <laughs>
I guess to highlight one thing about Victoria that I really appreciate is her ability to stay connected in the moment to this thing, whatever you might call it, right? To this idea. And Victoria will say, my guides are saying to me in the moment as we, we talk, my guides are telling me something. And um, I appreciate that so much because it connects me to say, what is my intuition? That's how I, I talk about it from my personal self is it's my intuition or my gut, maybe some might, some might say, what is it saying to me in this moment or my soul, right? And I've heard it said, when your soul speaks, move. Mm -hmm. When you feel it, when your gut tells you something, act on it. If you can do that continuously, you will feel alive. You will have that sense of fullness in your, in your life. And that's something you do really, really well. Um, and you're such a good exemplar of those things. I, I, when I journal every day, I have different guides that I remember. I, I, I have like five people and I say, what would they tell me? And Victoria is one of them. And it's always intuition, feelings, feelings matter you know, mm -hmm. and then, uh, and spirit, because I think a lot of teachers now we're talking about goals. We're talking about your dreams and it's important and these things and do the, do the discipline. I, that's me. Let's do discipline. Right. Come on, let's go. But then you're like feelings. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what is this? And you do that so well. So thank you so much for just being that exemplar. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And actually one question I do have for you, speaking of intuition and feelings is, uh, how, how do you deter the difference between your intuition and your ego or your fear? Like, cause fear is a very loud voice, at least for me, it comes out. And sometimes like that gut feeling, I, I second guess it. Cause it's like, is it coming from my ego or is it coming from my heart and my soul? And are there any practices that help you kind of navigate that so that you are speaking from your, your intuition or your higher self or um, sort of that heart-centered space? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what's dropping in for me, um, Patty, as you ask that question, is to, um, how do I say ground this idea of the gut. Mm -hmm. So studies have shown that when a person is thinking, they're registering neural activity, not only in their head, but also in their gut, their gut bacteria, right? It's uh, your second brain, your lower brain. And if you think of it, we are more bacteria than human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The science behind the way that the, the human body works, we are more bacteria, especially the gut bacteria, than human. And your gut bacteria has cellular memory. So when my gut's telling me, or I get a feeling in my gut, a feeling is just you sifting through trillions of bits of cellular memory in a moment. That's what when, when we're talking about what matters most is how you feel, it's not just like an emotional ungrounded situation. We're talking about in the science, we're going into what is the cellular memory, the same way that we have muscle memory, we have cellular memory in our gut bacteria that 
we can access th that wisdom. It's like a whole library in your guts. <laughs> and yeah. so with that in mind, I just wanted to establish that as, uh, for, for you asking, like, how do I distinguish the difference between my, my intuition or my higher self mm -hmm. and my ego, mm -hmm. and, which would therefore be by contrast, your lower self. The ego, um, and I wrote about this in my book, Natural Intuition Now, um, the ego, I like to think of as your bouncer, mm -hmm. right? The ego is the protector, the bouncer, the doorman, big burly dude with <laughs> velvet rope in front of the gate to your mind. Your mind and your life are like a nightclub of awesomeness. <laughs> Bouncer's like, okay, wait a minute. Are you on the door list? Let me check. No, you can't get in here. Oh, all right. Like, oh, all that money, that's not on the door list. Get out of the way. All that love and attention, not on the door list. Oh, get out of the way. So your bouncer is doing the best job that he can. Like I'm, I'm born female. I believe also in connecting to my inner man. And when I think of my ego, I think of my inner protector. Yeah. Um, and when I think of my intuition, I think of connecting to my inner woman mm -hmm. and is my inner wisdom, my intuition right? Balancing the two. We need both for reproduction. We need yin and yang for balance. Absolutely. So showing the ego love of like, he's just trying to protect the nightclub and he needs an update to the door list so that he can let different things in that may be a bit risky and out of the ordinary and unexpected. And so honoring that of, okay, how can I tell the difference where am I coming from when I'm getting this feeling? Knowing that again, this is you sifting through trillions of bits of data that very well could be coming from your gut. So when I get this feeling, where am I coming from? Am I coming from protector? That's the ego. Mm -hmm. And he needs an update to the door list of like, you just put your hand on his deltoid and be like, Bob, <laughs> okay, it's okay. Your deltoid is huge. <laughs> Doing, brother <laughs> love and attention i want to add to the list he's like okay and then <laughs> awesome <laughs> i need a conversation with bob <laughs> yeah he's a good guy like yeah. <laughs> you know i'm like come on man he's our brother like why do we have to shame the the inner masculine and thereby shame all men um I mean, like oh he's bad and bad. no men are good and women are women are crazy men are dumb we're all crazy like <laughs> yes yeah we're all human <laughs> there's the other half of what you asked so like okay if i'm coming from protector bob the bouncer is your ego he's like take care of him right take care of your staff he's doing his job you got Whereas to tell if you're coming from intuition, there is this sense of, I'm gonna not say the word faith, but I'll acknowledge that that's one of the words that's coming up. There's this sense of a loss of control mm -hmm. in intuition. 
coupled with certainty, which is a very bizarre um, cognitive dissonant moment, that intuition, only she can do that, where you feel like you just lost control and you are absolutely certain. I just got goosebumps all over my body. <laughs> yeah. It hit home. Yep, for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, here she is. And as a side note, thank you for sharing that because when you have that loss of control with certainty, there's always a physical sensation accompanying it, mm -hmm. such as chills. Everyone has their own unique sign, right? Or their own unique sensation to say, oh, right. Spider-Man had spidey senses, right? <laughs> got to go do the thing that was his intuition right or for you you're getting chills for others like I know my dad his like hands will tingle um I have a client of mine where she'll feel like if something her intuition is saying no don't do that she'll feel a gag like yeah. everyone's body is unique um and extremely intelligent and awesome um in ways that science will only someday maybe catch up to yeah. that you can tell it's an ego as the inner man, intuition as the inner woman in all of us, regardless of what um, what body you're in. She's going to send you that sensation, but it will feel like a loss of control and absolute knowingness. And for me, I'm connected to my inner man. So when that happens, I usually get pissed. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm like, I'll get. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that's just, I, I don't know if that uh, resonates, but this is what I'm hearing to offer you. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. And it, it definitely resonated. I mean, I got the goosebumps all over my body and it, it's so true. It's just, you know, seeing it from a different perspective with the bouncer. I love that because it is, it's like, they're there to protect you. Um, but then you, you get the physical sort of sensations when you're really connected with that higher self and the certainty um, of, of what could potentially be right for you. So I appreciate that. That was, yeah, that's cool. I got the, the goosebumps. <laughs> Yay. Victoria. Amazing. Thank you so much for just, this is a very hard topic. And I feel like it's like unfair to ask you what is spirituality because like, come on, like that's like thousands of years of like wisdom and knowledge. And you're like, let's go. I got this. <laughs> yes. And I appreciate you taking on the challenge and um, being so high level with it. I really feel like everyone could relate to something um, here at this conversation. And just thank you so much for sharing your soul and, and your energy and your vibe. Um, and what are ways that people can get a hold of you if they want to know more about you? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, so first of all, thank you both, like your joy, your open heartedness, your courage to talk about such a kind of ephemeral topic. Um, I'm in and I'm so glad that you're in too. So it's beautiful. Um, where people could come and find me, uh, should like, if you're listening in, put in Sensei Victoria Whitfield in Google. I'm a Googleable person. <laughs> <laughs> Say it's spelled S-E-N-S-E-I. It's a word from Japanese that means teacher. It doesn't mean kung fu teacher. It means teacher, <laughs> right? So put that in if you have to put sensei Victoria Whitfield. Otherwise, apparently Victoria Whitfield, I am a place with an amazing waterfall in British Columbia. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's the easiest way. Um, 
the the second uh, best way for us to connect is find me on school. Um, so S K O O L app. That is where I'm building out my meditation community, especially for people like us. Like if this topic resonates with you, if you want to go deeper, if you want more um, classes, if you want more uh, ways to practice. Um, and deepen your spirituality as well as get around other professionals who are into it. Go ahead and find me on School App. It's the Be Visionary Movement um, on School App. So that is where we're hosting all of all. I've been in this work for 14 years, um, only 14 years. But the whole time, every week, I've been recording MP3s for professionals to help them deepen their spirituality and their connection to their intuition. All of them are in that our community uh, on School App. Um, all of the teachings, my book, everything is all in there, as well as uh, the people who are excited about this practice. So go ahead and find us there. And you can email me at team at victoriawhitfield.com if you want to shout out anytime. Uh, but like long story short, people are going to want to Google me. So yeah, just make sure you put the sensei first or else enjoy British Columbia. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I just think that what a valuable resource that app would be. I've just had the opportunity to be around you in person, doing a shamanic journey, no drugs involved, eyes open, very spiritual yet very like practical and it was so powerful and to be able to do that in any time to enjoy you and your way you move through those meditation practices it's just such a value so everyone please go check out victoria's school app um look up her website and get to know her more and thank you so much for being here with us today on another uh, episode of drifting on purpose please like subscribe get notified tell people share this content with with others and Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.